0: It's time for the 360 round. I know you've seen the gasoline prices. And in fact, we're now looking how much it will, in fact, hit the Thanksgiving travel. Stuart Glickman's with us, energy equity analyst at CFRA Research. And Patrick Dehan. Head of Petroleum Analysis over at Gas Buddy. Thank you both very much for being with us. I'm very interested to hear what you're both uh, going to say today. I mean, it, there's no doubt that we're near records here for the holiday season per gallon as, the, as per Gas Buddy and some of the stats that you sent us. Um, when you look at what's going on here, Patrick, tell me more about how you're feeling and some of the stats and surveys that you're finding.
1: Well, Nicole, uh, it looks like in preliminarily data that we just looked at here this morning indicates that Tuesday U.S. gasoline demand jumped 11% from a year ago, uh, or excuse me, from a week ago. Now, last year, the same date, the same comparison, we were up about 7%. So it does look like Americans starting to take to the roads, but amidst the backdrop of one of the priciest Thanksgiving holidays we've ever seen. The national average hasn't really budged, even though oil prices have been up, given up some ground the national average, holding at about 340, pretty steady in the last week.
0: So, Patrick, just to clarify, these gas prices that we've seen, I know you look at the national average and you're looking at Thanksgivings of years past, but generally, how high have gasoline prices been? Seven-year highs, roughly, or what? You tell me.
1: Exactly, Nicole. We are at an outright seven-year high for the average price of gasoline. Now, looking at that chart there, um, one of the, Still one of the priciest Thanksgivings, though, that we've ever seen.
0: Yeah. Stuart, your thoughts here as you're doing the research there at CFRA, breaking down from the gas stations, uh, looking at all points, you know, exploration and production, the, you know, the mid pipelines, everything. What, where are the wins and losses in the groups for what goes on here?
2: Hi Nicole, thanks for having me. So uh, you know, Patrick's right. Uh, ga- gasoline prices are up substantially, more than sixty percent year over year, uh, and it's it's mainly because the raw product, that crude oil, uh, West Texas West Texas Intermediate, those prices are up substantially as well, more than eighty percent year over year. Uh, and so this is really the first good year for energy uh, in about seven years. Virtually every sub industry is is up this year, um, and I think. You know, we're setting the stage for fairly strong oil prices heading into 2022. Uh, that's gonna that's gonna filter its way through the value chain, and I think the ENPs are probably in the best shape of anybody.
0: So, if you were some buys and sells, or where where are the buys, or where are the sells stored? Do you have some specifics, or you'd rather skip that?
2: No, I have some uh, some specifics. So, on the ENP side, let's take a name like Devon Energy. Uh, ticker DVN, mm-hmm. we have a five stars, a strong buy opinion. Uh, they're throwing off a tremendous amount of free cash flow. Uh, they've been fairly conservative with their spending levels. They now have a variable dividend, so a lot of that excess free cash flow is going right into the pockets of investors. They, they can probably mm-hmm. yield somewhere in the 8% range um, for 2022. Uh, and then if you look at the midstream side, take a name like Targa Resources, uh, ticker TRGP, um, they're a name that's that's highly levered to um, natural gas liquids, which is kind of a building block for propane and ethane. There's an awful lot of uh, international demand uh, for NGLs, and because of their positioning in the Gulf Coast, as well as what they do with gathering and and processing of and fractionating of, of those NGLs, that puts them in a great place. So we we have a strong buy opinion on them as well.
0: Ah, OK. So Devin and Targa, TRGP, thank you for those. I appreciate it. gives people some actionable advice there. At the same time, at Gas Buddy, I'm sure you're putting together all kinds of stats. I noticed that um, one of the stats that you sent us, 78% of the people would drive more if gasoline prices were cheaper or were to come down. What I do think is interesting is that everybody got a car. I don't have specific stats on that, Patrick, but I know for a fact that, more people bought cars during COVID. There is more traffic from Manhattan to Long Island than ever before at this point since COVID. Um, so I, I don't know. People are driving, and the cars are out there.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Nicole. It's going to be potentially a very busy holiday weekend. Of course, last year, a year ago, uh, much of the economy was still shut down, and and that uh, that is. Certainly why we're seeing such a huge increase in demand, but Americans still struggling digesting those higher gas prices. 51% of Americans said that their holiday travel plans have been impacted by the fact that gas prices are so high. Look at last year, just 6%. Of course, that was on the national average was closer to $2 a gallon. So certainly Americans growing frustrated with the rise in prices.
0: Uh, well, The other thing that I was fascinated by in the other charts that you sent us was that 32% say they will drive for Thanksgiving. That's down from last year. Last year during COVID. So more people were willing to drive around and visit loved ones than this year.
1: Yeah, certainly very impressive metric. Now, I wonder, Nicole, looking at some of our gasoline demand numbers coming in, pretty impressive compared to last year. Uh, You know it's not impossible that a lot of these people are staying closer to home our poll looked at people traveling over an hour away Uh, there could be a lot of people staying closer to home or keep in mind airfares have not really gone up significantly to match the rise in jet fuel so there was a window of opportunity to jump on a plane I checked traffic approaching O'Hare this morning absolutely clogged getting out to the airport
0: all right so maybe the surveys too maybe people are starting to have a little FOMO Maybe they said, I'm not going, and then decided, and maybe they will. I bet you'll have some new stats, too, in the next few days. Um, Stuart, final thoughts here, as uh, obviously you have the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. you know There's been so much controversy about that in the first place, because we're just producing less here. So is it a great thing that we're getting from the reserves? I'm not sure. Uh, you tell me where you think oil is headed, Stuart, going forward.
2: Yeah, I I think, Nicole, that oil prices are going to be pretty frothy and high uh, now through the end of the year and through 2022. I think something in the 70s or or low 80s makes sense to me. This SPR move uh, kind of feels like reaching for an aspirin because you have a headache. Uh, I I don't think it really does anything to change the underlying fundamentals. And those fundamentals are you've got OPEC plus that's being very disciplined on bringing the supply. You've got a US producer community that is also being disciplined because energy investors have told them for years to start focusing on their free cash flow and their efficiency and stop growing so much through production. Um, And so the CapEx budgets are not that high. Um, And you have demand recovery. Uh, We're looking for GDP increases this year, called four to 5% range. You put all that together uh, and it it suggests that um, oil prices are, are gonna remain high we might get a temporary respite okay. from, from these prices if, because of SPR, but it's not going to have a long-lasting effect, I don't think.
0: Thank you both very much. Enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday, however you choose to spend it, for you and your loved ones. Stuart Clickman, CFRA Research, and of gas buddy Patrick DeHaan. Thank you both very, very much.